welcome you're hearing my voice so that means the coven is here let's see what's bubbling in the cauldron this week this is your host the warrior witch ashley curry and joining me today is i'm carmen peterson i'm sydney norman welcome girls um this is your guys's first podcast so welcome to bites podcasts um so it's halloween one of my favorite times of the year so we have to do something horror related so instead of a current well it is kind of still a current issue but something in the news we're covering something that stretches through decades we will be doing final girls in slasher films a trope that has been going on for quite some time now and is still going on yes um so first things first for those of you who may not know what the trope of final girls is who are listening final girls is this trope of females in slasher films being the final victim but not dying they're like the survivors and it's great of course has its issues too which we'll get into of course but um how it's always a female typically a female that is sometimes described as being quite the same so first things first what is your guys's first take of the final girl trope okay so for the final girl I think that on the outside, it kind of looks like a win for feminism where it's like, like, it's like, oh, like the girl survives and, you know, and it's so great and she does well and she wards off the evil bad guy or whatever. But I think at the end of the day, when you really analyze like who the final girls are and characteristics of them, that you can really see that it really isn't a win for feminism. Final girls are just cookie-cutter forms of women. So, fun fact that uh, Sydney would like to maybe share. Oh, uh, I'm actually named after Sydney Prescott from the first Scream movie and the second Scream movie and the third and the fourth. (laughs) (laughs) All the Scream movies. So, she is just not personality-wise, but a final girl from birth, kind of. <laughs> um, so if you're not aware of, um, not aware of Final Girls or not really into horror movies, much like I'm not, I didn't know this was a thing until someone brought it up to me. Um, let's talk about some Final Girls that we know of and that others would n- should check out maybe favorite horror movies um i know that a one that is coming up now who was a final girl decades ago and will probably be one coming up is Lori stroder Lori strode from strode halloween. from halloween yes <laughs> really bad with names um jamie lee curtis obviously new halloween is coming out or it came out so, I have no clue if she lives or dies. So, she was a final girl. May not be anymore. <laughs> um, so, you have Lori. Um, do you guys have any that you uh, come off the... Sydney Prescott, obviously. Um, Sally, I think, is her name from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, th- 
think so, yes. One thing that I want to say about Laurie Strode is, like, she was in Halloween in 1978 or whatever that, whenever that movie came out. And like you said about, like, the final girls is always, like, a cookie cutter, perfect, like, what you should be. I think she's, like, a really good example of the cookie cutter, perfect women type of person. Like, she was intelligent. She was nice. a, A good friend, a babysitter. She, like kind of fit the role of what we yes. feel like women should be. Very innocent, very just there. Yeah. Always doing the right thing. Yeah, and it's like they don't have anything wrong with them. Like, they're just perfect. So, do you have a favorite final girl or one that sticks out? or Like, of all my horror movies, okay, I don't know if this would be relevant but my favorite character is the women or is the woman in the shining i don't know if she would be like a final character she gets away but like she her husband like attacks her you know okay and i don't know if that would be considered one she wasn't really like cookie cutter or anything yeah but i just but really she was like a that. final girl yeah but she was a final girl final girl it fit the theme i don't know that's like my favorite scary movie ever <laughs> so i had to say something so let's First, analyze the final girls that are present um, that we know of. Um, so, what are some of the personalities that, like, traits that you see when, like, you're watching these slasher films? A lot of the personalities that final girls have are they fit into the basic rules of scary movies like mentioned in scream like a million times you know there's rules to stay alive during a scary movie which is why scream is like so great is because well you know not to be biased or anything but (laughs) because like you see from an outside point of view that part of the thing is that they are aware of how to stay alive in a horror movie and still that they don't always succeed but um There are, like, certain rules to staying alive. You know, don't do drugs, don't have sex, all kinds of things like that. And the final girls typically always follow those. Very true. It's usually some quiet, bookwormy, not always bookwormy, but intelligent in some way. Like, definitely more than, like, 95% of the time is a virgin. Like, because you can't be (laughs) promiscuous and survive a horror movie. Apparently, that just signs you up to die. Um, Typically, either brunette or blonde. I don't, I have never really seen a redheaded or girl with funky hair color. No, definitely not. Not surviving. At not least. surviving. You'll yeah. see them, but they'll die like Cause first that, or yeah. second. That movie um, Oculus had a red-haired girl in it, but she did not live. Spoiler no. alert. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really sad because you're like, huh, am I brunette or blonde? <laughs> I am. But, yeah. Like, even though like they're supposed to, something I've always found funny is though they're supposed to be the intelligent ones, they still do some really dumb things. Yeah. Granted, that's horror movies in general. Like, yeah. I, just, I just sit there and scream at the screen. Like, what are you? What are you doing with yourself? Yeah. Like, they. And- they, sorry. No, go ahead. They do that to, like, to add to the tension of the movie, yes. you know? Like, so you're sitting there like, oh, my God, don't go up there. Don't go up there. Don't go up there. And, like, as they run up the stairs, like, in Halloween, she's, like, on the second floor in a closet at the end of the movie when she gets rescued by yes. a dude. But, like, that adds to, like, the tension of everything because I think in their minds they know, but when you're at that, yeah. like, moment of, you're like, what do I do? Upstairs, upstairs, upstairs. And then you get upstairs and you're like, I'm screwed. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and I think that's like a fun part of horror movies. Like, I think when you're watching, you kind of know that they're gonna do something stupid, and yes. it, it, it just kind of adds to it. It's like the whole archetype that can be seen in a lot of Halloween movies. Freaking, I was watching Halloween with my mom over the weekend, <laughs> and I'll admit, I never, I've never been a huge horror movie fan, even though I love Halloween. Um, so she wanted me to watch Halloween because it's one of her favorites. And I'm sitting here after she, like, stabbed him with a sewing needle and just, like, just sat there, dropped his knife and just sat there. I'm like, he's not gonna, he's gonna get up. I don't think one stab from a knitting needle is gonna kill someone. I know, right? He just, like, like, sat there. And I'm like, right next to his body, I'm like, you're just you're asking to die. <laughs> in H2O 20 years later, she actually cuts his whole head off and he still manages like to come back. Although I think that they said that they were taking that out of, like they were taking all of that out of like the universe of Halloween. Like the only yes. movies that exist are the first one and the new one. Yes. Which confuses me because I was researching and Halloween 2 takes place the next day from Halloween 1. It's like a continuation. So I'm like, oh shouldn't one... <laughs> like the worst two days ever. Could Shouldn't Halloween 1 and 2 still count? But apparently not. No, they... Because there's... Besides H2O, there's six of them and then H2O. And they're only counting the first one. And then uh, yeah, redoing no. it the second one. But I'm like, in the first one, she doesn't even find out Michael Myers is her brother. So I'm like, how they they better explain that real fast in the new yeah. one. True. That better be in the first, like, two minutes. It, yeah. H2O was, um, like, where she changed her name and, like, she was, like, the principal at a boarding school yeah. and stuff. And he still comes back. Yeah. And so I'm just confused at how they're going to pull that off. I, yeah, because, like, she, like, in the pre... In, like, the... Like description, it's like she knows he's coming back for her forty years later. I'm like, how would you know that? You don't know you're related to him or who he is. Like in the first movie, you never discovered any of that. So I'm like, what are you? What are? How do you know that? <laughs> like whatever. Okay, back to final girls. As we went on a tangent of other things, like so, what do you guys think? Like the purpose of them are like overall? Because like you would typically think, oh. A male's gonna survive the end because they have muscles and they can just hit things and yeah. This is what I was talking about when like you think it's like a win for feminism and like women are like the girl is the one that survives. But I think I could be wrong, but I know in a lot of movies like it's a, it ends up where like a male ends up like the girl survives for a long time, but a male comes and saves her at the end of the day. And I think that's what proves like not a win for feminism because it's like you survive and then a male saves you and it's it just doesn't really add yeah. up. Like I know in Halloween, the psychiatrist in the first one comes and shoots him six times. Yeah. He still survives. <laughs> but like she was just kind of sitting there kind of crying and like in the being choked. Yeah. Because, like, she removed his mask, and, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that final girls get enough credit for, like, what no. they do. Like, in that movie, like, the psych- psychiatrist comes, and you're like, oh, my God, thank God the psychiatrist came. But, like, the girl survived all this the time. Point. Her friends and, are dead. Yeah, her friends are dead. She goes on all this emotional trauma. But she, like, and no one ever talks about, like, how good the girl did to survive. They talk about how the psychiatrist came and saved yes. her. Yes, and, like, she did this while babysitting two children. So, <laughs> she got them out and safe, and then she was like, I'm gonna take this guy down. Kind yeah. of. Um, 
So, going off the sign of women empowerment, something that I did while researching, we've talked about them being cookie cutter and kind of always the same, but it's the fact that besides being the intellectual and being the virgin and being, you know, that good girl, they're typically all blonde, brunette, and very white. Yeah. You very rarely see anyone of different colors, um, different ethnic backgrounds, different religions, um, not religious in some cases, um, no one who has disabilities or anything like that. Just kind I think of. that goes for like all movies like i don't think that's like specific to halloween movies or horror true. movies i think that that's very true. every section of media lacks diversity lacks diversity of cultures diversity of religion diversity of disabilities i don't think that's it is a problem but i think yes. it's a problem in movies everywhere not just horror it's definitely a hollywood problem yes. and not just a horror genre problem yeah definitely <laughs> but that also raises the question do you think that they're scared because they're afraid? Because, like, clearly it's been shown they're not opposed to killing off people of different races and color. But, so why, I guess, they have the kids in the movies, but they're never the ones who survive. You mean, like, the people of color? Yeah, people of color, people of different... I've seen people of different, like, backgrounds. You know, the funky girl with the funky hair. Yeah. Who sometimes worships Satan, not saying, like, I couldn't... Like, <laughs> you do you, but, like... Yeah, they killed the goth boy in Jennifer's body. Yeah, like... Mm. Jennifer the, ate his little guts out. Yeah, yeah like, it's the... So, Jeff, yeah, I yeah. mean, and I think that's a huge problem that, okay, there's diversity in movies sometimes, and when there is diversity, they die, they die, or something bad happens, or they play very small roles, and again, I think that's a Hollywood issue. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, like, it's almost a joke that you can't be black in a horror movie, because you're gonna die, you're going to be, yeah. it's either the couple making out... Yeah, or I think that an African American. There was a joke that, like on, that went viral on Twitter a couple weeks ago, where it's like, "Oh, the black man in the horror film always dies first or something like that. Unless it's a child, that person's probably gonna die pretty early in the movie. Yeah, unless there's a couple making out, then they're gonna die first. It's like the rules. with the exception of the movie Get Out. Yes, which is something that was. That I did in my research, yes. Yeah, and again, a very new movie. Very new. Yeah. New ideas. Very, and when it came out, it was so groundbreaking for these reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw it in theaters like four times. <laughs> <laughs> he was a final boy. Could he have been the first final boy? Honestly, looking back, he probably is. Like, it's like when I was going on the trope of final girls, there's been final girls since like the 60s 60s the the first no that is not the first one like at least the early 70s there has been final girls so that's a long time 50 years 50s <laughs> yeah almost going on it and something else was two there's two like two classifications of the final girls there's like the beginning final girls like nancy thompson from nightmare on elm street and Lori from halloween that are called that are literally labeled the virgins and then people that are a little different 
not by much, but like Cindy Prescott. Um, and if you've seen your next from 2000, again, very new movie, 2013, Aaron Hansen, or Harson, they're called the Amazons because they're a little bit stronger than the original virgins and a little different. But still. I think that's like another like wave of feminism thing where like, oh, like, okay, now we have final girls. Like before they, like early in the 50s, 60s, they were like, whatever, like virgins. And now it's like, they're like, I know this source consider them Amazons. Yeah. Like they're stronger, more intelligent, more calm and collected. But at the end of the day, it's still a loss for feminism because we still see them like as white brunette blonde like very still sometimes being rescued by men yeah still sometimes being rescued by men so i don't think that it's a win for feminism even now now that we have like a little bit more intelligence some um doing my research i also stumbled across a point that um the women are always against a male figure either the killer is a male or resembles a male in case that it's like a demonic it always looks like a male showing violence against women and the trauma trauma that they have to endure because a lot of horror movies there's more than one there's how many screams and how many halloweens yeah definitely yes there's four screams and six halloweens i think yes and there's Five or six Friday the 13th. Yes. (laughs) Yes. There's a lot. And it's always this girl. Typically, I know Lori wasn't always a part of Halloween after I think the third movie until H2O. She is not in those. But it's another little girl being traumatized. Yeah. Um, It's always the same male coming back and traumatizing this one person. And you're like, why? Yeah. Why? And I think that, like, kind of roots, like, how you'd it's like a female going yes. against male. I think, like, the root of that is, like, the sexualization of violence. Like, and I'm taking a Psych 324 class, and we're talking about how... We talked about how, like, right in, like, movies, especially, like, Halloween and... Uh, I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre always has it. It's like they're, it's like a male and a female are, like, about to have sex, and then, uh, like, a killer comes and kills them. And it's like, they get like the I don't know how to word this like properly but like they get like people like audience watching it like when they see like people have to have sex it, that's like arousal from the audience and then they get arousal and then right after like it's violence yeah like yeah. there's violence so people like have been starting like I, I just like think it's like sexualization of violence it's probably very true like where are our female slashers in the world yeah <laughs> And it's always, like, the male being dominant. Yes. You know? Like, the male hunting down the female, like, prey. Yeah, exactly. But in reality, that's kind of how it is that as is true. well. Most yes. serial killers are men. Yes, there are females, though, so... Well, I said yeah, 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 I'm just <laughs> clarifying for the listeners that we don't believe all, like, serial killers just are all men, but... Most serial killers most. are men, so if you, like, look at it, I'm sure there probably should be some female killers in movies, Yeah. but if you're, like, looking at it statistically, you're more yes. likely to be but murdered by a man. That is true. In but a crazy murder sequence. But some of the craziest like killings and stuff have been from females true make Female- a sick movie yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you uh, directors do your research like, 
directors, writers, do your research. Yeah. You can find some really cool stories. Um, so I guess as we are winding down here from great conversation, what do you guys think would make, we've discussed that it's not a win for all women. Um, it is a win in some because a lot of times they do defeat the villain. You they get to look at a girl being cool survive. and powerful yeah. on screen. And like, it's great. Like, what would make them better though? If there are things or traits that you would like to see more in Final Girls. I would definitely push for the diversity thing. I definitely think, and especially for little girls of color and like in a different backgrounds and stuff. I think it is important to see people that look like them, talk like them, act like them as a role model. You know, it's not always a white girl. Yes. I feel like I just want more funkier characters. Yeah, like, like different. Like, let there be like, this is gonna sound real weird when I say it. Let there be a Satan worshiper girl with weird hair of a different ethnicity who accidentally summons something and it comes after her and she's like, yeah, and then she <laughs> like, survives it. She survives it, and she's like, cool, and I don't need a man to save me. Yeah. Peace out. I did it myself. <laughs> I just realized something, though. One of the killers in Scream 2 is actually a woman. That is true. Yeah. Wait, and isn't in... Uh, what is it called? Friday the 13th. Isn't the first one... The, the very first one is, is his mom. A, yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't really going to bring that up because in... <laughs> That's just the first one. Yeah. Because that's a question in the first Scream movie. But um, I, because the only thing that made me remember that was I was going to say, maybe let the final girls be attacked by girls. Yes. Because I feel like then there's like less of a, oh, no, I'm being attacked by a man. What yeah. do I do? Definitely yeah. diversity, not in just the final girls, but diversity in the killer, the killer and the slashers, because they're all different too. No offense, they're usually, well, usually they wear masks, so you don't really know what they look like, but <laughs> they're usually like this tall, very quick walking, and you don't understand how. Like, <laughs> quiet. Quiet, introvert, usually have some mental illness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe stopping to demonizing mental illnesses would help too. Yeah. yeah. That I would probably help too. That's like a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, takeaway is like. Halloween is still going, and we have a couple more weeks. I can fit in another podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like those things that you're just. Yeah. Yeah, I think Hollywood in general needs to do better about diversity City. in literally every aspect. Like, there's no reason that the victim needs to always be a white, blonde, brunette, quiet, virgin female, and the slasher has to be some tall, mentally ill, quiet dude. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not fair for anyone <laughs> when you put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> think about it in perspective. Like... <laughs> I don't know, especially when if you're trying to do like this final women empowerment thing, let little girls see people who look more like them. Yeah, they're always like, and they're always the girls that are like, like pretty but don't realize they're pretty. So you're like, true. You're like, huh? They're like the what is that movie? The Duff. They're like the Duff of their friend yes. group, but like they're not actually the, the Duff, Duff of their friend group. And you're just sitting there like because in the first screen movie, both of her best friends are like two like 
bombshell in quotes girls who like are always walking around like half naked sneaking out having sex with random same dudes. with Halloween except I mean it's their boyfriends but right. still not the point point. and then you have your main girl who dresses kind of conservatively mm-hmm. just laughs at them but still hangs out with them and you're just like and I think a huh. big problem with that like in general is friend groups aren't really like that I've had like various friends throughout my yes. life being 20 and like I've never had a friend that's like a huge like slut or like something no, like that, you know. No. And I, I don't think it's representative of like how friend groups actually and work. And why does the slutty one have to die? Yeah, True. like what is that portraying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and why did why is she even a slut? Like, why does she have to be? Just because she enjoys herself does not make her a slut. Like, yeah, exactly. Let her live her life. Yeah, and we don't need to like portray her as a slut. She can just be... I feel like some of that is problems with um, Hollywood playing on agendas. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. (laughs) We already know what agendas I'm talking about. (laughs) Clearly, we need more female directors and writers in the world. Yeah. Let them into Hollywood. (laughs) Um, So, real quickly, final, before we wrap up, final thoughts on final girls um uh, thoughts on hollywood it's kind of messed up (laughs) and they need to do better but i think they are taking steps in the right direction to be better um i'm not sure how to say her name but source ronin the girl that directed ladybird she should make horror movies (laughs) i bet she could make a good one all right you heard it here (laughs) so that's what's bubbling in the cauldron this week um follow us on our social media at ByteBSU. Um, yeah. Catch you next time. It's me, the Warrior Witch, Ashley Curry, and joining me today was... Carmen Peterson. And Sydney Norman. All right. See you next time around the cauldron. Bye.